Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and welcome to Tuesday. I hope you're having a wonderful summer. I mean, let's face it, it's July's, you know, it's vacation time. You're in and you're out. So if you're if you're out, I hope you're having a great time with family and friends. If you're in, I know, right? It always it's never fun. I mean, uh, you're at work and your buddies are on vacation, but hang in there. Uh, we got a great show lined up for you today. We've got inflation data out, uh, as expected, well, as I told you. Hotter, hotter than they said it was going to be, much hotter uh, than, than they want to admit, and yet they still want to rationalize. It's okay. I said, don't worry, be happy. Go on vacation going to cost you a hell of a lot more i mean i know i was just you know i don't know why i call it, call it a vacation a, a long weekend uh, turning into a, a illness but hotel rooms through the roof have you rented a car lately now we didn't uh but uh we looked into uh it, we were, we're trying to plan something when uh uh, my oldest son's going to be back in town. My younger son, they got they get like nine, eight or nine days before the official start of uh, f- football practice. Right now, they're in summer, uh, so we're trying to get something put together. Wow, <laughs> man! And, they, and of course, you know, don't worry. There's no airfare, right? Anywhere you go, everything costs. 20 and 30 and 40 percent more than it used to but uh they, they want to stick to their guns that's okay gold's not buying it gold's up about nine or ten bucks this morning uh the dow's just kind of hanging around the flat line we're going to get jay Powell testifying in front of congress uh for the next two days as we watch and see how all of this is going to play out. i've already told you how it's going to play out you already know there's only really one question for all of you out there how prepared do you want to be? That's all. How prepared? The bubble's going to burst. It's one of two things. They're going to allow for runaway inflation. Or they're going to uh, try to stop. Well, And stop's the wrong word. Slow. The only answer they ever have to any problem. Which is create more debt. And, and it just can't be done, and and we're gonna we're gonna go into that today. So so hang in there with us. We're gonna give you what the official number was. Uh, we're going to also tell you where the flaws in the numbers are. We're also going to tell you why uh, some people. And again, remember, they want to cheerlead. They they have to cheerlead. This is what they do. They want to gaslight you into the. Oh no! Don't worry. It's okay. We'll use one of their own numbers against them today. So there's one product. And now they've got a second one. First it was a lumber. Now it's used car prices. As to why it's only going to be transitory. So we're going we're gonna to talk about lumber today as well. Very, very interesting. And, and again, don't listen to these idiots on TV. They don't know anything about lumber. They're debt sellers. We're actually going to go and and talk to. Well, I'm not going to talk to them. Someone else talked to the actual guys that produce the lumber, and they're going to give us the straight skinny on all of it today. So be ready for that. And again, just be prepared. Get prepared. We all know what's going to happen. We don't. The only thing we don't know is when. 
right? Is it is it this year? Is it next year? You know, the I don't think it gets beyond that. That's the problem. I, I think our window has really shrunk here, right? Because now uh, numbers have really heated up. They're, they're going to have to uh, do something here rather quickly. So I don't think we get out of next year. I don't know if we get out of this year. We'll see. Uh, but how prepared do you want to be? That's really going to be the question. 800-951-0592. Uh, before we get to all of that, before the break, don't forget your CBD products. You know, that's a huge reason uh, that uh, the radio station here and, and gets all that information out to you. We got our new bath line. Our bath salts are out. Uh, my wife is the official bath tester. She, you know, like I said, you know, some people are shower people, some people are bath, but she's a bath person, loves it. Uh, this is a, it's a lot. I know you're like, well, you know, hey, it's it's sixty nine seventy dollars. That's expensive. It's a four thousand milligrams. You know, think about the the the, the most powerful tincture is a three thousand milligram tincture, and it's ninety nine dollars for a whole month. This is a lot of bath salt. It's a one-pound bag. Uh, you put a couple scoops in there. I mean, I, my opinion on this it probably works out. To, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess a little high, three or four dollars for a ba- uh, in a bath in it. It's it's really truly wonderful. If you put the Como, if you order the bath salts in the promo code, if you put bath the word bath in the promo code box, we're gonna take five bucks off. Just to get you to try it, I know if you if you do, you're gonna love it. Uh, really, really great for all the aches and the pains and all those things. And if you're a bath person already, why not? Uh, Thirteen sixty KHNC. Hit the shopping cart button, and you'll see all the CBD products. Got another one before the end of the month. Fingers crossed. It's at. It's out of the labs already. It's in the hands. Of the, of the processor, we're just waiting on approval. The rejuvenating cream is going to be the next product coming. So, again, as we continue to add and add here to uh, the CBD lineup, just a whole lot better way to heal your body uh, and do it naturally without any of the pharmaceuticals, without any of the drugs. And, and all of you out there, especially you that have been ordering and ordering and ordering, write us a note. Tell us what it's done for you so we can share it with everybody else. When we get back, how big was the inflation number? It isn't really transitory or not. Don't touch that duck. 800 So it's a simple question. Is the central bank, which I call the wolf guarding the hen house, blowing bubbles or not? I mean, really, that's the question. Right there, their answer to everything is but what? More debt. More debt, more debt, more debt. And then when we can't support the amount of debt, what do they do? They, they blow up their balance sheet. They now have over $8 trillion on their balance sheet. How did they get $8 trillion? I mean, we don't pay them. They don't, they don't loan money out to you or I and collect interest. I mean, they don't. How did they get a balance sheet of $8 trillion? Where did it come from? They just made it up. Yeah. We just used our laptop 
and our MIT mafia, clickety-clack, and poof. What does that tell you about the money we have in our wallet or on our phone or on our debit card? The money that's in your stock account, your 401k, your IRA, or, or your annuity. What does it say? When they can make up $8 trillion. Right? Not, not $8, not 8000 or $8 million or $8 billion. $8 trillion. See, you already know the answer. It's not worth anything. Well, outside of the, the, the faith part. And more and more people having less and less faith. And again, I think we're in this horrible, horrible situation where, you know, with COVID shutting everything down, what else were they going to do, Double? Right? I get it. Now, remember, this was already falling apart before COVID. We were talking about debt levels and everything else, and obviously with COVID, it's made it worse. We have a central bank that's acting just like the central bank of the 70s. And what I'll say is a weak central banker in Jay Powell. Right? He's not the polished academic of Janet Yellen or Bernanke or Greenspan. Then we have a very weak president, don't we? Nobody respects him. And what I mean by that, you know, the Russians don't respect him. The Chinese don't respect him. I think a lot of people in this country don't respect him. I know the people coming across the border, they love him because they know that, hey, this guy's weak. We can just come in. And we see this over and over and over again. And I think it's a perfect recipe very similar to that recipe that we saw in the 70s, right? Gerald Ford, he was compromised with Nixon. And then, of course, we got Jimmy Carter, another weak president. And today we got an inflation number, 5.4%. So remember what the number's supposed to be, 2, 54 now, are they going to do anything about it? No. Excluding food and energy, as if we could live without these things, 4.5. So even when you throw out food and energy, still a massive increase, but 5.4 that they're going to admit to now. It's the fastest pace in 13 years. And I'm going to give you a caveat. For one month, 13 years ago, it just so happened to be June, we had the big oil spike. If you throw that one month out, I don't know, where did oil peak at? I can't even remember. 
Was it 120 a barrel? I mean, it was way up there. I remember that. But throw that one month out. It's the largest increase in over 30 years. So this would be something definitely would be like, okay, this is, we got, we got something a little different here. We should be raising rates. Taper should end tomorrow. None of that's happening. Again, weak central bank, weak president, all factoring in. Uh, the largest jump uh, again since, well, I guess I said it to you, it was August of 08. My apologies on the spike. And of course, then the big financial crisis hit, remember? We all forget about all that timing of stuff. Uh, they had only been expecting an increase of 5%. So this actually came in almost 10% hotter than they actually thought. And, of course, like I said, stripping out food and energy, the 4.5%. And this goes to my point of what I was just telling you. The sharpest move in that measure. When you take out food and energy, because remember, the, the spike there was energy in, in 08. The biggest rise of September of 1991. And well above the estimate of 3.8%. So when you think about this, they were thinking in their minds, well, when we take out food and energy, because we don't count it. It'll only be 3.8, but it was 4.5. And, of course, what is that saying to everybody out there? This is far from transitory. Now, they highlight in here today, they, they got the, uh, the, the cheerleading squad activated, Right? And they had a bunch of people come out, and, and they talk very intelligently. And, and they tell you, oh, well, you know, it was used car prices. That, that's what did it. That was the problem. Now, a couple of months ago, it was lumber prices. Now it's used car prices. And, and what's going to be the next one and the next one after that? Goods pricing. This isn't cars. It's not food and energy. Are up 8.7% year over year. Now that now you're like, okay, well that's not, you know, used car prices are up like 40%, right? Remember, lumber prices were up 200%. And I'm talking about 8.7. That's the biggest jump in this category since January of 1981. So now you're starting to look into the numbers here. And right, we're getting there, aren't we? Holy smoke. The biggest jump in 40 years. And again, remember. 
They've changed the math to make it be lower. They said shelter inflation. So this is your rents anymore. Now this is where they they do the most damage. And I and I say that in and how they understate this the most, the CPI. They got rid they used to track mortgages. What a great way to do it. Right? You know, back in the time, you know, about sixty five percent of people owned their homes. So let's just use that. Well, then they said, ah, you know, I, you know, that number, it's too high. Let's, let's take a combination of rents and mortgages. Okay, that seems fair enough. Because now the amount of people that own their home is down to 60%, right? 60-40. All right, let's take a blend. Then they do the math and they get the MIT mafia. Right? They they put their formula together, clickety-clack, clickety-clack. They create this complex formula, and then they hand it to, to the bankers. And they're like, hmm, no, that's still too high. We can't do that. But what are we going to do? I mean, what else is there? There's only two types of shelter. You either own it or you rent it. There is no other. That's all there is. Well, apparently, nah, nah. We'll just make something called rent equivalent. What is rent equivalent? I have no idea. Listen, I've been doing this for almost 20 years. I still don't know. I've looked. I can't figure it out. I don't know anything about what it is. It also makes up 30% of this CPI number. And once again, only, only here in America. Well, probably not just here in America, in other places too. One plus one doesn't equal two. Now I get it. Right? This is remember, I couldn't understand why the schools would want to change their curriculum. Well, it's not important. The answer's not that important. It's the thought process behind coming up with the answer that's important. But if you come up with the wrong answer, who the hell gives a crap what your thought process was? It's wrong. But yet here we are. So think about the two numbers I gave. Headline, 5.4%. In other words, your money lost 5.4% of its value while it was sitting in the bank. That's what it did. If you Now, and again, it actually lost more than that, but we're going to use their number. So, so think, I want you to just pull, I don't, Focus here. I know it's summertime and you're thinking about your buddies that are on vacation or you're thinking about the vacation that you're going to go on. Just focus for a minute. 5.4% in a year. The 10-year note right now is yielding about 1.45%. 
you're losing almost 4% of your purchasing power as we speak. What are they doing about it? Absolutely nothing. Telling you, eh, it won't last. When it comes to housing, which is 30% of this number, somehow, which everybody here, if you live in Phoenix, you live in Arizona, not what I read about like New York and, and San Francisco and Seattle, all of these places have rebounded, right? Rents are going up again, way up. Here in Arizona, it's any, I'll give you a great example. A house that was $4,000 to rent a year ago, five grand now, 25% increase. Now, I'm not saying all rents are up 25%, but according to these geniuses, and listen, they came up with something really complicated. They said it was only up for the whole year, 2.5%. actually a, a low number. It's actually lowering their inflation number. Even though the thought process is wrong, who cares, right? 800 So let's get this straight. 2.58% is this ridiculous number for housing that they use in this report, which is the biggest piece of the, Now, they get that part right. It's 30% of the report, which I think for a lot of people, that's about when they look at their income and what they spend on their, their rent or their mortgage. That's about right. I don't disagree with the percentage. 2.58%. By the way, that's the highest that number has been since last April. What? Case Schiller says housing prices, new use, doesn't matter, housing prices to buy homes up 15% year over year. 2.58? You you took 15% and made it 2.58? Oh yeah, they did. Now, let's be fair. 40% of the people rent. In Phoenix, if you're renting a house, believe me, uh, it was up more than 15% for house rentals, without a doubt, year over year. It was, it's ridiculous. Apartments, maybe not as much. I don't know. Here's what I do know, though. I have a son who lives in, in the Chicago area. He rents a house with some buddies of his. They just signed the lease for next year. Rent went up about 5.5%. And that's Chicago, which is Illinois, not the greatest economy. 5.5%. Double this 2.58 fake number. And this is the problem. Because we all know the real number is 
it's probably somewhere between that 5 and 15%, right? Which would actually make the CPI number what? Eight? You know, even worse than what it is. Now, they want to argue transitory. And now to this time, they're using used car prices. Which, you know, hey, they peaked. I mean, okay, used car prices have almost doubled. Well, they're up 50% for used car. So a car last year that cost you ten grand, a used car cost you ten grand last year, that same used car this year cost you fifteen. Period. And that's everywhere. But before they used used cars, they used lumber. And we know, oh man, we covered the lumber price. Uh, it's now down. By the way, lumber hit a record price of seventeen hundred and eleven. Uh, dollars per thousand board feet. And I don't know if that was an interday high or if that was a closing high. Uh, I, I, I don't know. But that was the high. It's fallen 60% since then. So this is all this year. Okay, It went up and went down. Now, this is what I've been telling everybody. So right now, Prices today are $685 per thousand board feet. So you're like, wow, well, see, gosh, yeah, it must have got to be. That sounds transitory to me, double. 1700 to 700 mm-hmm. Well, that would be, maybe, but let me... Let me inform you on a few things about lumber prices. Go all the way back to 1990. And this, remember, that was still, 1990 was still the old way. Lumber futures have been range-bound for 30 years. But hasn't moved. Between 200 to 400 per thousand board feet. I just told you 685. I'm rounding up 700. So even though the price of lumber has come back down, still way above any other level one time, one time in 2018, Futures did hit $600 once. Now we're at 7 now. But I'm not done. Chief Executive Officer Greg Kuda. He operates an Ohio-based firm that focuses on the actual lumber markets themselves. And he, and he said about this volatility he says don't be surprised to see lumber prices go back to $1,200 and will not go below 550 for the remainder of 2021 but he wasn't done he says prices may drift a little lower from where they are today 
hence the 550. But he says, that's going to end. And get ready for a big rally in lumber prices in September. He went on to say that in 2022, spring prices will see a similar run as they did in 2021. Of course, that was the spike. He says, likely not as high as 1700 but still a lot higher than they've ever been. And then he wasn't done, though. We expect prices to be higher than long-term averages going forward. So there you have it. Lumber prices are more than doubled from where they were a year ago after falling 60%. And then the people that follow lumber prices say, oh, well, don't worry. It always falls in the summer. That's kind of what he was saying. It's going right back up in September again. And then in the spring of next year, yeah, it's going to be significantly higher. And, oh, by the way, that transitory nonsense, yeah, no. lumber prices are not going back. Next thing that's going to rise, I've got that for you. That's coming up next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This morning, Conagra, their CEO said in a statement, the company has upgraded its existing plans. Uh, it it's a response to higher input cost. What do you mean? You've updated it. What is it? What is he saying? What he's saying is, hey, uh, we already raised prices, but now we got to update it because it's not transitory. He said that ex- inflation is accelerating in the quarter that ended May 30th, leading the company to expect materially higher cost than it did in February. This is how fast things are changing. And he says that ConAgra is going to be raising prices. And says, well, I won't get bore you with the details. Says that they may continue to raise prices. Pepsi, you know, we may have heard of them. They said the same exact things. Higher cost for ingredients, freight in labor. All of this on a conference call this morning that have a combination of higher prices and that Pepsi says that it is going to have to raise prices on its beverages. Sounding transitory to you yet? Not done. The largest paint supplier PPG. These guys, they supply the paint to like Boeing, uh, to the carpet, Ford, you know, GM. They supply all that kind of paint. They're raising prices of its paint and coatings solely as a result 
of inflation and raw materials and logistical costs, according to Bloomberg. So they're not even saying labor yet. Their chief executive was the first to raise prices earlier this year. Uh-oh. Let's see. ConAgra, we raised prices. Now we're raising it again. PPG, we raised prices. Now we're raising again. Here's what their CEO said. What we're obviously studying now is the need to be out with a third set of price increases. Wait, you just announced the second one. Hey, we were first. We raised prices first. We just, now we're announcing we're raising again. But by the way, hey, listen, you know what we're talking about in the boardroom? You know what we're talking about in the boardroom? We're going to have to raise them again. Inflation is across the board, he said. See, transitory, they try to keep, oh, well, it's just lumber prices. Oh, it's just used car prices. It's not what these CEOs are saying. Every one of them that's come out. I mean, you see J.P. Morgan's earnings today? Well, thankfully for uh, lowering their loan loss reserves because they're not going to have to pay for all the people that didn't pay their rent, they at least beat the numbers. Terrible. And who could blame them? There's no interest out there. And yet inflation's running rampant. We're seeing it across the board. Back to PPG. It's obvious. Customers don't have a lot of good ways to counter the argument that we need to have price relief. And it isn't like we're a localized business experience a one-off in cost. They operate in more than 70 countries. So, again, this is a great barometer. Feeling the pinch from the prices of oil, freight, distribution going up, raw materials running scarce. I'm not seeing this as transitory. The work-from-home phenomenon is going to lead to additional wage inflation. Because people are going to have the opportunities to figure out where they want to work. Better get ready. South Africa today. They had to call the military out. Because they're rioting in the streets. Because the price of food is becoming so expensive. And this is another part. This, is, this isn't things that happen that are transitory. You don't, people don't just riot in the streets. Because the price of something went up once. In a, you know, one time. And then went back down. It's everything along the supply chain. Now you have companies that, here's where we're at with these companies. They're either raising prices now. 
They've already raised them once and are raising them again. They've raised them not once but twice and are getting ready to raise them for the third time. Every scene, now earnings season's just started. Every single one that I've seen, everyone without exception. Now, I can't read them all. They all say the exact same thing. Raise prices. Talking about raising them more, and there's price pressures everywhere. They don't ingredients, supply chain, labor, you name it, all across the world. It's not good. Who are they gonna pick? Stock market? You Patriot Radio News Hour, final seven coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Get ready. That's all I can tell you. One, they're gonna do one of two things. Keep ignoring it, which it's already too late. This is the problem. Runaway inflation's coming, and then when they finally act, the crash is going to happen. Be prepared today. Listen, it's crazy what's happening in the gold and silver markets as far as product availability. Uh, I've got two items today, two great prices. First, I've got 50 rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. 730 dollars a roll. That is 40 dollars off regular retail price. But I've only got two cases. I got 50 of them. They're back dates. I have no idea what date they are. I don't know anything other than. That's what I've got. So I've got 50 rolls of silver eagles, rolls of 20, minted by the U.S. Mint. You know, the white the white with the green tops. Each coin's a, an ounce of silver, $40 off. So instead of paying $38.50, $36.50, I mean, you're barely 10 bucks over. That's super cheap in silver in the last year and a half. Uh, 730 there on the $20 gold pieces. There are no cir- there's no circulated gold out there anywhere. You got to go up the scale. So here's what we're doing today. Yesterday we had that great deal on AU20s. Gold's up 8 10 bucks today. 1814. I've got CU20s. These are what they call choice uncirculated. These are somebody took a look at all the AUs and said, well, this AU is nicer than that AU. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's a great, a great up, if you will, from an AU. Gold's up 10, 2130 on a CU20. That is the same price as what a raw one would be. So you get, go up all the way. This is right below they get graded, right? The next step after the CUBU is Mint State 60. So I got CU20s. These are $20 Liberty gold pieces. One ounce gold, $21.30. And rolls of U.S. silver eagles at $7.30. At $800-951-0592. And I know it's summertime, and they really, you know everyone's kind of, you know, Losing a little focus here. Everyone wants a break. Uh, COVID last year. Everyone wants to get out. I get it. Focus. 
Look at the data. It's not lying to you. Listen to the CEO. Don't listen to me. Listen to the CEO of Pepsi, the CEO of ConAgra, the CEO of PPG. These, these are worldwide companies. Food riots are starting. China's instituted price controls. I mean, you name it, it's happening everywhere. And our central bankers, they did it. And they know they're in that. It's a bad spot. If they fight inflation, they crush the economy. They crush the stock market. And so right now, they've decided not to fight it. The longer they go without fighting, the higher gold and silver prices are going to be. It's just that simple. 800-951-0592. God bless everybody. I know it's tough to hear hard news, but it's summertime. we got a hump day coming up tomorrow. I'll be back.